Welcome to Aragon Live, the podcast for business and IT leaders, where Aragon experts share actionable insights to help you and your business move faster. I'm Katie Bartenslager, Marketing Associate here at Aragon Research. Today, I am joined by Craig Kennedy, Senior Director of Research, and today we are talking about smart cities. We have noticed a significant increase in popularity regarding smart cities. So today, I will be talking with Craig about why smart cities are on the rise, what a smart city is, how to start your city's transformation, and how to set your city up for success. Thanks for joining me, Craig. Great. Thanks for having me today, Katie. I'm excited to share some knowledge about smart cities with our Aragon Live listeners. So Craig, let's jump right in. What is a smart city? So in a nutshell, a smart city is characterized by its ability to leverage existing and emerging technologies, really to improve operational efficiencies with the goal of enhancing the quality of life for its city residents, the businesses, and its visitors. Getting into a little bit of detail, a smart city leverages really specific emerging technologies to one, organize data and capture and management to enable integrated models for planning and for sharing with outside entities. So things like you know, sensor data from IoT connected devices ranging from, oh God, traffic lights to even sanitation trucks. Two is to really learn from all this data we're collecting to continuously improve efficiencies throughout government and effectiveness for specific functions such as public safety, health, and social services. Three, to augment the knowledge of human staff or automate tasks that previously required some human judgment. Four is really to predict or anticipate and then respond to residential and business wants, needs, and behaviors based on the analysis of this historical data and current contextual data, essentially using predictive analytics and machine learning, so applying some some AI to this. And number five, to kind of wrap it up, is really to simplify the communication with constituents by leveraging natural language interfaces. And instead of directing all communication through city websites, to really leverage those social media communication techniques that people have gotten so used to in their daily life. Make it simple for them to communicate with the city. They sound very beneficial, but why are they just now becoming such a hot topic? Well, so the pandemic has definitely shed some light on the increasing load on digital infrastructure within our cities. It's really changed a lot of how we've done our business. It's also sparked a really visionary discussion about smart cities and the great improvements and efficiencies of service, which could increase the quality of life for residents as a result. So these discussions about smart cities have really caught the attention of city leaders. And they're now asking, how can they become a smart city? Becoming a smart city is really a major transformation. Over the last century, cities have actually gone through four significant transformations. Modern building codes back in the 1930s had some major transformational effects on cities. The internet revolution of the 1990s, even over the last decade, digital cities have really taken off. And now we're talking about smart cities and how to improve those. The last 30 years have seen really an acceleration of these evolutionary changes as technology advancements have empowered forward-looking cities to embrace technology, to improve the efficiencies of city service and really the quality of life of their citizens. That makes sense. So if I was interested in starting my city transformation journey, where would I start or what should I be looking for? First off, one thing we need to understand, this is gonna be a long process and it takes a significant amount of planning to get it right. So right now, most cities are still in what we refer to as analog cities. You know, Sure, they're using software technology for much of their administrative functions, 
but the majority of the management of basic city services, such as roads and transportation, water and sewer, sanitation, security and policing, and the like, are really highly dependent, in some cases, exclusively dependent on, on people. So this is where smart devices come into play. Let's think of a really simple scenario where, let's say, every afternoon, certain streets in your city are congested due to commute traffic. What if you had traffic cameras that could literally see the traffic patterns and then control the operation of the traffic lights to truly optimize that flow of traffic? This same data-driven optimization can be applied to building management, water, sewer, environmental controls, and a lot more. So, but before your city can become a smart city, it really requires a digital infrastructure and architecture to be able to deploy and efficiently consume all that data that's being generated in a smart city, which is why you must become a digital city before you become a smart city. And Katie, digital is hard. I get it. So you have to walk before you can run. So let's do what you suggest and talk about digital. How do I know if my city is digital or how do I get there? So you first need to identify what your current infrastructure is and where you want to go to, because there may be some things you need to adopt in order to achieve those goals. Things such as? Well, well things, things such as, you know, who would, you, who would lead your team during your transformation? Cities are typically structured into agencies or departments that are empowered to carry out very distinct functions, and they're directed by the city's executive board. That can be the mayor, city council, city managers, and the like. The reporting structure for IT varies city by city, and IT is going to play a huge role in your transformation. Sometimes IT is reporting directly into your city manager. Other times it's reporting into city's finance or facilities or even law enforcement agencies. But building a city's digital footprint is incredibly strategic, and cities should strongly consider investing in a chief digital officer to lead the city in their transformation from an analog to a digital city. Do they need a chief digital officer? What is the significance of having someone in that position? So the role of a chief digital officer, it, it, it's just that, it's a role. So an existing staff member can take on this role. However, they'll be responsible for the architectural design of your city's digital transformation, which you're going to be living with for the next decade or more. So you really want to get it right the first time. So most IT directors are really technology leaders. And the chief digital officer is primarily a business leader that focuses on the city's business goals and initiatives. <laughs> this is not to say that IT director can't take on that role. Just make sure they're business focused and, and more importantly, make sure they can work effectively with your other city leaders as peers, as they'll be responsible for driving your overall transformation. Right. You want to make sure that your team is working towards the same goal and there needs to be someone there to manage everything. Yeah, I I exactly. You know, another huge piece of the puzzle is really the city's technology. If you want your city to move from analog to digital, technology is critical. With all types of technology out there, how would one know what new technologies would be beneficial to city transformation? So Aragon Research publishes the technology arc for digital business. And that technology arc identifies key technologies and where they are on the path to maturity and universal market adoption. It also classifies those technologies with the potential to transform the market, as well as those that will provide cost-saving opportunities over time. This technology arc for digital business identifies and classifies 37 different important technologies. And of those 37, 11 of them have some role to play in a modern smart city. Right, and that is why being a client with Aragon could be so beneficial in their transformation journey. 
they have access to that critical research and have an experienced analyst to help them. That's exactly right, Katie. And, and we'd be happy to help. After you identify which technologies you need, putting them together is next. And a well thought out digital architecture can integrate data from multiple systems and perform data analysis across those multiple data streams, thereby avoiding the isolation of data by using proprietary solutions. Having all the data accessible allows for making data-driven decisions and really taking smart actions. You get to see the whole picture. So many IoT vendors, they also provide insight and analytics, but their native data management and visibility solutions are really highly fragmented. Relying upon each vendor's proprietary solutions can leave you with you know, really isolated silos of data, making an overall analysis of the big, big picture and big data very, very difficult. So cities should seriously investigate looking into a digital business platform or some other integration tools to allow for the collection and processing of data. Decisions need to be made as to what data should be made publicly available and in what form, as well as what data needs to absolutely remain private. Wait, what is a digital business platform? Ah, great question. So a digital business platform is a dynamic integration hub that supports business interactions between people, software, and machines. And this typically integrates with various data and systems, including IoT devices, has workflow and process management capabilities and sensor management that customers can use to create digital business solutions. A really effective digital business platform will support applications and data integration across all business processes, provide an interface that can orchestrate and manage these processes, including analytic tools that help to optimize their performance. Got it, that makes sense. Yeah, one last thing, Katie, and this is incredibly important, do not forget about security. Number one, make sure you design security into your solution. Don't, don't think you can just bolt it on after the fact, that just doesn't work. Number two, think through your device and data access and what granularity you'll need to implement. And three, remember that the more IoT devices you have out there means a larger attack surface and more potential cyber attack opportunities. So you, if you had to sum all of this up, what would be your biggest advice to start your city's transformation journey? Well, I'd say, so one, strategically plan your digital architecture. Number two, avoid using proprietary solutions that'll end up siloing your data. Three, invest in a scalable digital infrastructure. And number four, and this is important, the threat from hackers is real. Digital cities really need to protect their infrastructure from attack. Well, I know transforming a city is no easy task and it will take plenty of time, but this information has given us valuable information on where to start. So thank you so much, Craig. Oh, of course. And, and thank you, Katie. And like you said, it's no easy task and every city is incredibly different. That's why I'd encourage people to schedule a complimentary analyst inquiry so we can have a one-on-one -on -one discussion about your specific city needs. Take a look at your current infrastructure and how best to begin your, your own personal journey. Yes, they should definitely take advantage of that free resource. To do so, all you would have to do is visit aragonresearch.com, go to our Contact Us page, and fill out a short survey to schedule an analyst inquiry. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Again, thank you so much, Craig. And to our listeners, we want to thank you for tuning in today.
You can learn more about smart cities and other business and IT topics through our free 45-day trial. To join, please head to aragonresearch.com and click on the red free trial button in the top right-hand corner. You can also subscribe to Aragon Live on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Stay tuned for more Aragon Live podcasts. Until next time.